Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Jen here with P40Ministries.com, and I hope that you can hear a brand new sound quality to this podcast episode because I am using my new microphone finally, and I am just so excited about it. I still have some stuff I'm trying to figure out with like administration and trying to um, figure out the software and all sorts of stuff like that, so I'm not quite there yet with everything, but I'm getting closer and closer, and I hope that you can hear a different for sure. But today we are in Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48. And I'm actually going to be reading at the NIV version of the Bible today. You've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and he sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. So this portion of scripture is kind of interesting because on the very last verse in verse 48, Jesus is calling us to live perfectly as our heavenly father is perfect. And this is kind of exactly what God the father said to his people in the Old Testament. He said, be holy as I am holy. So God the father and Jesus are calling us to be holy and perfect people because it says here, In verse 45, that if we do these things, we will be called the children of our Father. So we're supposed to live and strive for holiness and perfection. Now, of course, with our sin nature battling us at every single turn and temptations everywhere, it's hard to live perfectly, right? We all know that. In fact, it feels like it's impossible. But it does say in the New Testament, that God, well, he gives us a way out from every single temptation that we have. So he gives us a way out. The problem is we have to choose to take that way out rather than just falling into the same old temptations over and over and over again. But we have a choice. We can choose to either not sin or we can choose to sin. It's our choice, but Jesus is calling us to not sin here. He is calling us to be perfect as our heavenly father is perfect. Now, I kind of went a little bit further ahead than I usually do. Usually I start at the first verse I read and then go forward from there. But I wanted to talk about that verse first because it was so interesting to me. But then in verse 43, going back, Jesus says, you've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. And I mentioned previously in another episode that Jesus is starting out each paragraph by talking about something that was in the Old Testament law that had been twisted or perverted in some way. And this was one of them. He says, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Now, love your neighbor was indeed in the Old Testament, and it was in Leviticus 19 verse 18. But the hate your enemy part was not in the Levitical law. That was actually in something called the, I think it was the cure, cure, hmm, I 
forget the name of it. Hang on a second. <laughs> I just had it. Oh, let's see here. Okay, that was called the Qumran, Manual of Discipline. And that was not a part of the Bible. That was something, the Qumran, was something that the Jewish people at the time were following as well as the Levitical law. But Jesus is saying that is not in the Bible. He's saying, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who mistreat you and persecute you. And he's saying that if you do these things, you are going to be called a child of the Father. And then he says something so interesting to me. He says, if you love those who love you, what reward do you get? Don't even the tax collectors do the same thing. And the tax collectors were hated in Ju this time in, the, uh, in Jewish history because they were kind of in cahoots with the Romans because the tax collectors would take the taxes and the money from the Jewish people and give it to the Romans. And the tax collectors were hated because of this. And Jesus is saying, you're doing the exact same thing as the people you hate. You are not living any differently than the people you despise. You are being a hypocrite because the tax collectors even love the people who love them. Who doesn't? Everybody wants to be loved. And we are going to love the people who love us. But Jesus is saying, love the people who are difficult. Love those people too. The people who persecute you and insult you. And then verse 47 in the NIV version, I just love this verse. And it says, and if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the pagans do that. And, you know, once again, the pagans or the Gentiles that would have been translated as the Gentiles, the Gentiles were also hated in this time of Jewish history because they were considered unclean. They didn't have God's law. They were pagans. They were people who didn't know God. And Jesus is saying, you're living just like the pagans, just like the Gentiles, because you're only greeting your own people. You're only greeting your friends in your own little cliques. What are you doing more than the pagans? How can you call yourself a child of God if you are living the exact same way that pagans are living? You're not doing anything more than them. And I, I think I've mentioned several times before about one of my um, one of my passions. And I know several listeners that are listening to me today will know what I'm talking about. I have a passion for new people that come to my church because I want them to feel welcome. And the reason I want them to feel welcome was because my old church, I went there for several years and I didn't know anybody there. And I felt like an outcast in that church. And I don't ever want a new person to feel like an outcast at a church that they are going to. And, you know, my, my husband and I, we went on vacation probably about two months ago now. We went to a church while we were down there vacationing. It was the most unfriendly church. 
We didn't get talked to by anybody. Nobody came up to us and said, hey, how are you doing today? Hello. Who, what's your name? Where are you from? Nobody cared. They all just like gave us the side eye like, hmm, what are you doing in this church? And like, I'm being a little bit dramatic. I know I am, but that just, that kills me inside. And, and I've been to churches that are like that, unfriendly churches. But why are we doing that? That is something that is wrong. And Jesus is saying here, if you only greet your own people, the people that you know, you are doing nothing more than anybody who isn't a churchgoer. It, it, it's hypocrisy. And it kills me inside, like I said before. So that is one of my passions, to make people who are new feel welcomed at the church. And because I have that passion, I have to do that. Because otherwise, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't see, or if I saw a new person coming into the church and I didn't say hello to them. And I don't ever want to make them feel unwelcomed. So using this portion of scripture right here, verses 43 through 48, how can we bring this to today? You know, yes, Jesus was talking to the Jewish community at the time, 2,000 years ago. But this is also for us. How can we use this portion of scripture going forward? Maybe it's smiling at a difficult customer that you have or saying, hey, have a nice day after she chews you out. <laughs> I was in the service industry for years. I know all about that. Um, maybe, maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's saying hello to a new person you've never seen before, making them feel welcome in your community. You know, maybe it's praying for something, somebody that, that you don't like. Or, you know, not commenting back on Instagram or Facebook when somebody insults us for our faith, religion, or politics or anything like that. And that is how we can bring what Jesus is teaching back then to right now. And that's what we need to do. So join me on Thursday. I will be talking about the next portion of the Sermon on the Mount in Genesis, or I'm sorry, not Genesis, Genesis is tomorrow, in Matthew chapter 6. And we will be talking about giving to the needy, which will be kind of interesting. So join me on Thursday, 6.30 a.m. Join me tomorrow. We will be in Genesis. Um, I can't remember. I think we're in Genesis 11. We'll be talking more about Abram. So join me then. And as usual, I ask that everybody have a wonderful day and that you are blessed. Happy listening to my faithful listeners. Bye, guys.